It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, (laughs) and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent. Uh, the show critically crapped on the show that is so bad that there is a new show on SiriusXM that is called The Morning After. Yeah, they gave them our name. <laughs> and Hello, we're still here for now. Now, you were guzzling down the programming all week long, so you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's oh, not more it? cowbell. It's, <laughs> say it with me, boys. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. Okay, we got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings in the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know. And no, guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. That's right. Of course, joined by my friends, Eddie Erickson, producer Mad Dog Unleashed. For now, Alex Hardy, who's loving the late nights with... With George Reister on Nightcap and Jared Moore, who loves waking up early on a Saturday morning. We'll do it live! What a week it was as we were recapping the Super Bowl. And of course, where do we start? At Eddie's favorite host, Mad Dog Chris Russo, the guy he loves more than anything. Puts him on a pedestal and just loves working for him each and every day. And Mad Dog Chris Russo, the man who gets paid millions upon millions upon millions uh, to host Sports Talk Radio the day after the Super Bowl on Mad Dog Unleashed, knew exactly where to start and, of course, had a positive outlook on the big game. Listen, I'm not too sure where exactly I'm supposed to start. Um, I mean, I'll start the easy way and then I'll do a break, get to the calls right after the update in about four minutes or so. An easy way is... The game was nice, a dud. Nice. I mean, that's, you know, the game, and I, I shouldn't, I don't want to, I know this is second guessing. I, I didn't love the game as much as everybody else did when it uh, occurred two Sundays ago. They had just mm-hmm. played. They played two Sundays ago? I know everybody was all wrapped up on, um, on Brady and Mahomes. Uh, I did not know who to pick in the game, but I, 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 I no, hate the matters. rematches no opinion. in Super Bowls that occur so <laughs> soon after they played in the regular season. I don't like that, and Another that's what that we had in this rules. game. I mean, and they played in the same stadium, the same two quarterbacks, and I didn't know what to expect, but the game was a complete dud. Uh, it Dogs, was a complete... Rules. Uh, it it's felt, it felt right about uh, that. you know, it, it didn't feel like a Super Bowl right from the get-go. It, nothing the NFL could do about it. It just didn't feel like it, um, you know, with the whole thing with the pandemic, the, the fake cardboard <laughs> boxes. Gonna, I know that's second-guessing. It? <laughs> it's sort of saying it in hindsight. If I have an absolute classic, <laughs> maybe it wouldn't feel this way. New team! But I, I, thought, I thought the game really, the, the I NFL. thought the whole <laughs> night was very flat. I waited all day for it through a snowstorm. Maybe I was I had too much anticipation. I was dying to watch something, but I, I thought the game really laid an egg. It was a bad football game. Very positive on um, Dog Chris Russo. <laughs> yeah, I had wait, to wait all day. Uh, waiting all day for Sunday night and nothing the NFL could do about it. Um, I thought that perhaps they would uh, take the Chiefs out of the game in the third quarter and uh, put in the Buffalo Bills. They were waiting on standby. I mean, nothing they could do about it. Yeah, no kidding. It's the Super Bowl. Obviously, the game started. Now, let me get this straight, Eddie Erickson. 
question. Here is producer. Did Mando Chris Russo on the day after the Super Bowl, the first show after the biggest game in all the sports, <laughs> say, I don't know where to start. Uh, where am I going to start? I don't know where to start. What do I do? Uh, what do I start? It's worse than that. He calls me 11 o'clock that night as the post games are winding up. And his first comment was, I, I guess I got to start with the game tomorrow. Oh, no. No, let's, let's <laughs> say, no, how about hockey? Let's do hockey. Listen, he was so not into the game. These two teams just played in November in the same stadium. So here we go. Fast forward. Oh, that matters. That Why bothered that really? it, it bothered him that it was in the same, same stadium. stadium. It bothered him that there were cutout fans there. There. It bothered him that Brady won this time. Finally, there's an athlete that's about as old as Chris Mad Dog Russo, who's there to take down the next generation. I mean, the 43-year-old nope. just took the 25-year-old out to the woodshed, and the old guy doesn't appreciate that. Yeah, not because you know why? Uh, Mando Chris Russo wants to live in the past, and he wants like all the greats in the game to play when he was a child, or even before that. And yet now we're watching in present time the greatest player to ever do it on a football field. That bothers him. He likes the Joe Montana argument. He wants to go back to Jim Brown. You got That's the greatest true. player right now in this present time. That bothers Chris Russo. Well, he won't appreciate Brady until 20 years from now when he's doing sports talk radio at you know 81 years of age. <laughs> And he gets into a debate about, you know, the new hot quarterback, whoever that might be. He's probably not even born yet. One of Manning's kids. It's got to be 10 years after Brady retires. At least. Uh, he's not Brady. Francisco Manning is not Tom Brady. Let me tell you, he's not Tom Brady. Yeah. So we're talking like, you know, in 2042, Eddie Erickson's still there. Eddie still doesn't know how what's going on here. The do's and don'ts. I'm 90. And he's still trying to figure it out. Then all of a sudden, Tom Brady. Oh, please oh. don't tell me that's true. Oh. <laughs> what do you mean? You're never getting out, man. Come oh, on. God. You love it. So you're still going to his house every week to give him a sponge bath. Wheel him out. uh, You got to take him out of bed. But uh, yeah, that's when he'll start appreciating Tom Brady when he's gone. He hates present day Brady. I also like how Dog, you know, likes to tell us right away. All right, here's what's going to happen here. We're going to talk for a few minutes. Then, Eddie, screen the phone calls. Then we're going to take a call or two before the break, before the update. And then we'll get to Tom Brady later on. <laughs> but I will say that Doug was correct. I mean, the game was a dud. And people are bored with Tom Brady winning. And I'm sure, Eddie, you heard. We're dead, Eddie. We're dead. Done. Oh, Football's dead. over. We got oh, nothing from this man. game. We got one show. We're dead. We didn't even get to Monday. <laughs> 11 o'clock. I got the FaceTime. I don't know. Maybe I should do some Australian Open. What do you think? <laughs> Really? I think we probably should talk about the game. I don't know. You're not going to get anything out of it. Nothing. 5.05, we get Djokovic, then Pat Riley, but then Djokovic. He'll be great. He'll be a great job. And I, and I ignored the first two phone calls, and he just kept calling. <laughs> if you ever want to like get off the phone with FaceTime, you should do this move where just pretend like Freeze. it's frozen. Yeah, you should just freeze. Just stare at dog with your mouth open slightly. Just stare at him. Eye contact. Eventually, be like, oh, geez, Eddie froze. And then as soon as he hangs up, he goes to the next person. He FaceTimes then, you know, Steve Torrey or Colin Schmeling or who knows who. But he's all for you. And so you got to try the fake freeze with the FaceTime because he loves the FaceTime, right? That oh, guy God, that's his new thing. Don't you miss the days where phone calls? Hey, I got to go, dog. I'm outside fixing the car. No, you're not. I can see you. <laughs> And I always have to run to the same spot when he FaceTimes me, so it looks like I'm working. Wherever I am in the house, I run to the table and put my hat on and get into like, what do you want? I'm working. Usually I'm in the middle of a nap. <laughs> You're in bed with the wife fooling around. Oh, geez, I got to stop. Hold on a second. I swear to God, I run to the same spot every time. Throw my hey. hat on. I'm like, hey, what's up? 
<laughs> What's up? You got me working. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eddie Erickson, by the way, does his wife, what, three, four times a week? At least he used to back in the prime. Yeah, now, where are we at now? To, those were pre-COVID numbers. We're down, to, <laughs> we're down to once every 10 days. That doesn't sound too bad to me. It could be worse. Trust me. So the Super Bowl sucked, and everybody was sick of Tom Brady. And it was a huge letdown to Mad Dog and so many others because they anticipated a great classic game. Is there anything <laughs> in your life that you constantly build up? Like, I do something every single week leading into the weekend, and I anticipate the weekend. And I get excited for it, and I think, yeah. this is the weekend. This is the one I'm going to have <laughs> sex with my wife. This is the weekend me and my wife are going to fool around. It's going to be Willingly. different. It's going to be different. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to drink a little bit. We're going to have fun. Every, and we're going to come together on terms, negotiation. And then Absolutely. we're going to build up to that moment, that crescendo, that Sunday where it's Tom Brady and Mahomes, and it's me <laughs> and Beth, and we're ready to go. And it always ends up with me going to Hand Central Station by myself. I mean, and it's just such a letdown. I need to stop building up in my head, this is going to be the weekend. This is going to be the week. It ain't going to be the weekend. Just like, you know, dogs should probably think, oh, this isn't going to be a good Super Bowl. This isn't going to be a good NFL year. And then then he's not as disappointed. Now, I say that, but this weekend, uh, Valentine's Day, uh, yeah, I do believe in Svab. And those are days you ask for sex from your wife. It's Svab. Saturday, Valentine's Day, anniversary, birthday. Slob. And this weekend, yeah, I think I'm going to get it. Because it's Valentine's Day and she might say yes. But then again, she'll probably say no. So maybe I will keep doing it. <laughs> so every weekend for you ends up 31-9. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Every yeah. weekend is 31-9. Every oh, weekend. Man. Every oh, weekend awful. I think every weekend I go in thinking <laughs> Philly special. Nick Foles is going to take out Tom Brady, one of the most exciting games of all time. I mean, that's and what it I think. Up, it's a Patrick Mahomes running 30 yards the opposite direction for his life. Yeah, and Tom Brady <laughs> wins again. It's 31-9 every oh, weekend. Man. 31-9. Yeah, and every weekend for me since COVID has each one's gotten worse. It started out okay because I was drinking really heavily on Friday nights. I mean like blackout. I mean, yeah, you you saw I was calling sure. you, FaceTiming. Oh, those were those were dark days. They're fun it's for me. Better to get a picture of you just laid out in the bathroom, <laughs> smiling from every angle. By the way, I'm like, who's Everywhere. taking these pictures? Is that a selfie view? Panoramic, the long one that keeps going on the phone. I mean, it was just in slow motion. Oh man! So yeah, the big highlight of my week right now, every weekend, is when I do the laundry. And if I have an equal number of socks that come out that I put in and I have pairs for everyone, that is my highlight. Victory! That is my highlight. My kids got socks that are labeled left and right, which doesn't make any sense. But just the psychology of that. Wait, wait, wait. who wrote that down? Your wife wrote that down? You wrote that down? No, they they come come labeled labeled left and right. What are these socks (laughs) for morons? I mean, Nike Nike makes socks with an L and an R, left and right. The L you could put on the R. The R you can put on the L. Of course you can. Of what are we doing? You can. It's the same sock. But the psychology of seeing a left and right has driven me mad. Because then when I get two socks that are two rights, I could lose an entire morning looking for the left. It drives me nuts. <laughs> now, my only thing I want to do now is get into your house one day and take all your right socks. Oh! And just oh stick God. you with all the lefts! <laughs> all the lefts! Don't even say that. The last batch, three lefts. I tore the house up looking for the other rights. Can't find them. Yeah, check under the bed. That's where all the stiff socks are. That's where I keep them. All right, how about Pat McAfee? You know, he loves to bet. We all love to bet. And he had a fascinating bet on tails. And, of course, he talked about it with the boys on the <laughs> Pat McAfee <laughs> show. Take it away, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Cashed in a $25,000 parlay that I hit. Shout out. Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, yeah. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Who 
much hey, of a parlay props. Heads definitely kicked me right in a sack. People and, with and NFL we can money. talk about the absolutely abysmal performance by Tails refusing to show up in yeah. a big moment. <laughs> Tails. <laughs> Tails refused to show up yesterday. <laughs> I lose $30,000 before oh. the game has even started. Oh, yeah. my God. He hit 30 then, grand on Henry. No touchback. We start climbing. Oh, yeah. okay, oh, yeah. There's a couple thousand dollar hit. Paying our because we got that much. plus 230. So now, although <laughs> we are down like 27,000, we're still there. There is a there's a means for celebration because the tide's turning a little bit. Celebration. And then once I see Rob Gronkowski score that first touchdown, oh. and then once I see him become a target, oh, wow. this fucking $25,000 oh, parlay is going to hit. Whoa, and this is going to be ridiculous. Oh, dare you tell me. Blue Gatorade. Nobody could have predicted Langwin. the blue Gatorade. No, no. That came out Family of nowhere. Oh, I miss gambling. Well, Jesus. I, I bet on that blue Gatorade. You know, we picked that one. So that was a God, good one. There. That sounds but, like a lot of fun. Oh, it was great. I was in a prop sheet. I was doing separate bets. Of course, I lost 200 bucks on props. This guy lost 30000 on tails, which is supposedly never fails until it does. And everybody's like, oh, that's a dumb bet. You can't predict anything. That is gambling. I don't care how much knowledge you have on the game. You're probably going to get the bet wrong. It's the same thing as a flip of a coin. That's all it is, red or black. <laughs> that's why everyone's like, hey, why do you love roulette? Because you know it's quick. I don't, don't want to think. I'm just picking a number. All right, exactly. I don't want strategy because I'm not good at it. I'm just going to choose wrong. I want that to be just a wheel. I'll blame the wheel and the <laughs> wheel only. Not me. It's not my fault. It's the wheel. Pick a number. Heads, tails. Away you go. Morning, man, with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. You know, we talked about a lot of the real big stories of the Super Bowl, and this was by far one of the biggest stories in this historic game. Tony Romo peed himself at half. <laughs> oh. Okay, there's no doubt about it. You know, he's sitting there, he's doing the stand-up with Jim Nance, and he's got a giant pee stain. I'm going to defend him on this. If you haven't done that and you're a male, and you're going to claim you haven't done that, you're just a liar. Like, I'd sign up for that little of a pee? pee stain. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Babs, come on. I mean, I I've know. seen it with you. You've seen it with I me. Know. I mean, we oh I mean, you kidding oh, me? I peed my really? pants. Wow. You would think I peed my pants. <laughs> right, what exactly. You, know, if it's you would think when the two of us go to the urinal, we never actually pulled it down. It's just all in there. And mm. people making fun of him. Oh, yeah, so all of those tough guys out there that are making fun of Romo, you're telling me you've never had the drip edge like that? Are you kidding me? Right exactly <laughs> in the spot. He can't claim it's something else. No matter how much you shake, you could shake forever. You know what is it? Shake once, that's good. Shake twice, okay. But third time, well, you're going to Hand Central Station. But no matter, no matter how long you shake, that last drop always ends up in your pants. It always ends up when you're doing the stand-up at the urinal. Oh, you're doing the stand-up? Of course. You know, you're going to do a shake like crazy. sitting down? Shake, shake, shake all you want. And then once you stick that thing back in your pants, that drop is going to happen. Hey, Tony, we're we're back in five seconds. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Better shake it. Oh, boy. And then he leaves that stain. Come on, Jim. Come on, Jim. Come on, Jim. (laughs) That's what he named him? Come on, Jim. Come on, little Jim. Come on. If it was cool to pee your pants, I'd be Tony Romo. That's not the best. Adam Sandler impersonation. But it was pee. Unless, like Jared was just saying, it wasn't a pee stain, and he's just so excited because Brady won again. Is this what old guys talk about on the radio? Their dick's not working right? <laughs> yes. Is this what yeah, I have to but- look forward to? If I just can't relate, guys. I'm sorry. Ah, you drip and you know it. All right, you can't relate to that. What about this? So I also have to urinal, pull my pants all the way down to below my knees. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Yes, that's all that's the way down. That's always a bathroom favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, in kindergarten... We would all line up in a line to go pee. And even the last person online who was waiting all the way out of the bathroom would have his pants all the way down to his ankles. And so everyone would just have their <laughs> pants all the way down. Even the what last the, guy. What school did you go I to? I don't know what was going on <laughs> there. Oh, my God. Uh, the kid in front of me, Wally, 
had one a lot bigger than mine. A baby arm to match his baby arm. The first ever one where I was like, okay, now I know mine is smaller than others. There was Wally the whale who was Wally. just, I mean, just hanging out in front. <laughs> Everybody had their pants oh down. God. But back then, I guess we didn't just pee our pants. Actually, no, back then we did just pee our pants. Adam Shine, shout out sports. Jared Moore tells me that Adam Shine sits down when he pees. That's right. Now, I do that too when I'm drunk, but he does it sober. Think about that. Oh, good, Adam Shine. Here he was talking about the Super Bowl. And of course, you know, he was fired up. The best game in the 16 year history of shout out sports. Brady to Gronk. That was oh. just, I mean, the Staying smile in the pants on my right there. face was so wide. Right, I mean, here's Rob Gronkowski 365 days ago. He's at the Super Bowl hanging with Babchik. And, and a year later, <laughs> he's true. catching two touchdowns in the first half of Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, it's it's wild. Oh, remember the days you and Gronk hanging out. I, I wouldn't have believed if I didn't see it for myself. We walked past Gronk on media night at the Super Bowl. And, you know, Babchek does his thing. He's waving up and down, jumping up and down like a little kid trying to get his mom's attention. And all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> it's Babcock. Hey, Babcock. <laughs> he, actually, he actually recognized the guy, so I got to give Gronk props for that. It's Babcock. Is that your name? Babcock? Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, it's Babs. He's crazy. This guy just keeps talking. For Gronk to have met Babs only once or twice on Radio Row and then to call him out in a big room like that, that's pretty impressive. That was also uh, the last night you buddy. were welcome on Radio Row, if I, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Because didn't I tell you at that point, hey, it's never going to get any better than this, man. Gronk just recognized you. Let's get this audio. Let's get the hell out of here. What happened after that? I said, let's just try it again one more. Let's go over to Julian Edelman. Oh, yeah, one more. <laughs> one more. One more. What was the one question? More. Does being a Super Bowl champ help you get laid? It was an innocent question, a lame question. <laughs> yeah. Patriots got all upset, and then next thing you know, banned from media night. Because why? <laughs> One more. They were escorting me out physically. Oh. And, and Ed, where was Eddie there? I was back in I, my room. You were like, oh, don't bother me, man. You're on your own now. You're on your own. <laughs> no, I got a call. I got a very serious call that night. Never been done before. Very serious. Mike Babchek calls me. Hey, uh, if you have any of that video, just hold on to it. Don't tweet it out or anything. Why? What happened? <laughs> uh, there might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I might be on the first flight out tomorrow. <laughs> they might do not put out that video. <laughs> and then Gronk, too. We had such a great thing. Even that one, I screwed up. Right, right there, he goes, Babcock, I should have stopped. And instead, I asked him, so do you think that competitive oh, bass fishing sounds like gay porn? You just can't what? help yourself. Just I can't really, help yourself. I had, I, what was I doing there? All right. That's when they were in New England. And Brady and Gronk and the people of Boston loved them. JT the Brick was not happy that there was some Boston fans, New England Patriot fans, that we're still celebrating Tom Brady's big win with Tampa Bay. Take it away. Brick at night. My guy, Backyard Brick, shugging a Coors Light like, like I would. So proud of him. Weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time. This has nothing to do with Boston. Boston, get the hell away from this story. Get away from Whoa. the story. It has nothing <laughs> to do with you. If you wore a Brady Patriot jersey today, to me, you're an idiot. That should have been put away. The Brady Patriot jersey should have been put away in a draw. Oh, he and then you put Boston. on a oh, Patriot never jersey talk, whenever you never want to talk to anyone. Or whenever you go to a Patriot game. It had nothing to do with Boston. <laughs> nothing. Zero. And anybody who got on that train, if you were at a Boston sports bar and it wasn't a pandemic and there was a thousand people every time Brady scored and they're throwing Sam Adams in the air, you Shame know how you, you do it over a Red Sox home run? It would have been embarrassing. You look needy and you look lost. Wow. If wow, your team Boston. isn't playing and you feel so needy that you have to be involved in the joy hmm. of another like fan this. base.
You're not Buccaneer fans. Patrick in Boston, go ahead. You're up next. Whoops. <laughs> what? <laughs> After all that, what a great he goes to a guy in Boston. Oh, my God. He crushes this guy. Rips oh, out his soul. I'll never it. talk to anyone in Boston. All right, let's go to Jimmy in Boston now. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? How about that Tom Brady guy? He had a hell of a game. Super Bowl's over. Tampa Bay wins. This is not about you idiots in Boston. Tonight is about the people of Tampa. Let's go to Frank in Boston. How about them apples, huh? That's a good that was, off right there. That was amazing. <laughs> the biggest Super Bowl storyline, though, was what? Because I'm going to tell you that the biggest Super Bowl storyline was the commercial with Mila Kunis eating those Cheetos. Yeah. I mean, really? No, Look no. how hot and skinny oh, she is. God. Do you think she hangs out in a closet eating Cheetos yeah, all day exactly. long? Cheeto dust all over her face. <laughs> I mean, Eddie, we have the bodies of people that eat Cheetos yes. all day. Mil- all day. Mila Kunis does not. I think that's my biggest Super Bowl storyline. You think there are Cheetos in that house? Come on. Come on. <laughs> give me, give me, at least, you know, give me Jack Black in that ad. All right? That I can buy. (laughs) Jonah Hill sitting in that closet eating those chinos. You know, the weight (laughs) fluctuating. Yes, I could see that. And I think that, you know, that would make a lot more sense. That's believable. The Cheeto dust never gets all over your face. What kind of Cheeto orgy was she going to that she had it everywhere? I mean, if you eat like a complete animal. (laughs) Ah! It was on her eyes. It was ridiculous. Well, I can tell you guys, it was the first time watching the Super Bowl with the future in-laws. There were more vegetables in the spread than actual types of meat. Marriage sucks anyway. You might as well just get out now. I mean, what's the point of this? Your wedding's going to really really blow. (laughs) Your your cocktail hour is going to be the worst. They're walking around. Hey, where's the pigs in the blankets? I don't know, but we have kale smoothies. Just skip it. Oh. Care for one? Pigs in a Care blanket. Wow. What? What an evening affair. That's, that that's a Babchek wedding right there. <laughs> Every time my wife sees me underneath the cover, she always says, oh, look, it's a pig in a blanket. Jared Moore, you can relate to that. I'm sure you've been called that many a time. Uh, I did not lie in bed, <laughs> but I did sit on the couch by myself watching the Super Bowl as pathetic as I am. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> McAfee liked it. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After as we're going to talk about a streaker, pizza, and the sound of music. It's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Time to hear the best audio of the week, according to Babchick. If Babs isn't in it, I'll be shocked because, you know, Babs picked it. This is Babchick's Morning After. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was on Channel 82 with my friends, Eddie Erickson, producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, and then Alex Hardy, (laughs) producer of George Reister's Nightcap, and then there he is, big time, uh, Jared Moore. That's right. It was Super Bowl week. And one of the most exciting plays of the Super Bowl is a fantastic run, not by a player, but by a guy who was on the field, a fan was on the field and did he bet on himself hmm. running on that field let's Doubtful. hear jt the brick brick at night weeknights 10 p.m eastern time breaking on down the streaker at the super bowl bet on himself streaker. and reportedly won three hundred and seventy-five thousand. the streaker bet at the super bowl would mike babchek on the bbw would he bet on himself <laughs> and streak at an upcoming event yeah. to make money would babs do sure. that 
Absolutely. Oh, I feel like definitely do that. If you're going to get arrested for such little money and pay such a small fine, doesn't that send a message to all potential streakers out there, including Babs on the BBW, to go ahead and do it if you could net <laughs> yeah, 170, Babs. 200 grand? Doesn't that encourage people yeah. to streak more in the future at major sporting events? It's basically a form of one of my favorite games, which is how much is your dignity worth? Right. And in terms of Bab check, I can't imagine <laughs> it's worth a whole heck of a lot. So well, it's worth playing. I guess is I'm going to be it's nice and I'm going to say 10 grand. I think more of the Babs than that. I would say it'd have to be 100. It was oh, I be think on five. 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 I would do it for five. I, I would do five. it for five. I think Are five. you kidding me? You get the publicity Absolutely. going. You run around the thong. If you could really get this bet through, which you can't because there's no Vegas sports book that would take it in. I don't have 10,000 friends to bet 100 bucks on a sports prop on Bovado like this guy is claiming. So he's full of crap, but he's still pretty cool. The only downside is running. Like, I don't want to run around that field. But I would walk. That's true. <laughs> when I think bad check, I don't think cardiovascular activity. <laughs> yeah. Now here's Kevin Harlan on Westwood One with a message to my wife this weekend. Take off the bra. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, is it, a, is, it, is, it, is it the good old days when it was a front latch? Oh, remember those? <laughs> the front latch. Oh, there's nothing better than a bra that comes off in the front. Oh, <laughs> God, I love those. My wife who's breastfeeding is still, you know, I got the cheapest baby in the world. Well, she's got awesome. the flap, right? Just the yeah. flap comes down. It just pops out. Oh, the flaps out. And then, like, the nipples are just hanging out like, oh, assless, those, like assless chaps. It's very strange. Oh, it's like, there's, it's almost like the jock strap for boobs. My wife's boobs have doubled in size. They're fantastic. It's amazing. She'll keep breastfeeding long past the point when it's acceptable. <laughs> this kid, he's never eaten any food. He's over a year now. <laughs> At 14, he's still going to be, hey, mommy. Hey, he's you mind? To walk over. Can hey, I get a drink? Me... Hey, dad, move your head out of the way. You take the left one. I'll take the right. Let's go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, back to the streaker. It does beg the question, would you do it? Let's say 10000 bucks. All you got to do is run on the field. You wouldn't even be arrested, but you're naked. And everybody sees your parts. You're totally naked for $10,000. Would nah. you do it? No, nah, definitely not. Again, I would do it for five. I know. So, you, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I think you do it. You forget it. You do it for grand. I mean, you're practically naked at Falcon for free. Right. So Did why anyone, wouldn't you get paid to do it? Would anybody ever assume or think that I had a big penis? So, like, what do I care if you actually see how big it is? No, it's, propor- it's it. proportional to your size. <laughs> exactly. Had he seen it? It's exactly where. Exactly what you think it would be. Exactly. You tiny, ugly man. Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, how about Steve Torrey? Uh, he's got a big one, as in a, a big topic. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and do they have all the power? Steve Torrey loves the good old analogy. Here's Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily, weeknights, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. But you have to do remember that different remember. rules apply to different do remember. people. <laughs> when you're yeah, the most remember. important person in the organization, most important person on the team, who in a lot of cases is the quarterback, and someone like Russell Wilson, who has proven himself in this league as a winner, there are going to be different rules that apply. As opposed to us being losers and bad people. It's similar here to Mad Dog Radio, quite honestly. There are different Uh rules that apply to Chris Russo that don't apply to Steve Torrey. You know, for no example, you know, we have certain guidelines we want to follow. Some of the things that hosts should be doing when they're hosting a program. Like what? Whether it's... um. Uh-oh. You know, constantly reminding everybody what channel they're listening to. Just what yeah, cer- certain what fundamentals. You know, Chris Russo, oh, we don't have to tell him that. The, the formatics of radio it. by Steve He's Story. an established star at this point. <laughs> there are going to be different rules that apply to him. You think the same rules apply to Mike Babchek and Chris Russo? They no. don't. I hate it. I, I love I when, when Tori was thinking about the things that you have to do to make good radio, like... Um, Triple A Mad Dog uh, The channel Let's tell everyone The channel we're on 
Mad Dog, Mad Dog, Mad Dog. Triple A, Mad Dog 6. <laughs> I just love how he was stumped when it came to giving an example of the fundamentals of radio. <laughs> Hey, you know, I love you like a son, Steve. Dog had an idea this week to mess with Steve Torrey. You know, he's bored. Super Bowl's done. Can't talk about it. So he had an idea, and he tried to spring it on Torrey. Let's see what happens on Mad Dog Unleashed. I thought today, uh, in honor of Christopher Plummer, would play a little movie trivia. Are you okay with that today? This must be oh, 5 yeah. o'clock this on Monday. This sounds like a, a lot Bowl. of fun. I wait all day to come on the air with you <laughs> with great anticipation and with great joy. Steve, and a lot uh, of, it's met lot with, uh, with this. Uh, of course, well, yes. I know you're a big movie guy, and you know what's going on. I will start with this question and see if you get it right. Hit it there, Collie boy. Okay. What is this garbage? Are we done here? Okay. Uh, there you have it. Okay. Uh, that role uh, for Christopher Plummer was in what movie, Steve? Oh, that's an easy one. That's the sound of music. Good one. So that's a check for you. Uh, who was doing uh, the gold star for you? That last clip. <laughs> That's Julie Andrews, is it not? Uh, very good. Uh, ah, now it's a good boy. Um, the name of the family that the movie represents. Uh, Levon Trops. Very good. Wow. You're surprised. How? <laughs> oh, how many children did Mr. Plummer have uh, in that film? Seven, I think. Was it seven? Oh, yes, sir. You obviously knew this was coming. No, I'm I, impressed. I, 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 saw, I haven't seen the movie in years, but, uh, you know, that was obviously a popular movie back uh, in the day growing up. Uh, Look at Mr. Yeah. Tory. Yeah, He's killing my little game here. I thought for sure he'd be lost. What the year first the time that the Mad Dog Unleashed uh, game is getting killed. 60, it was mid-60s, wasn't it? 64, 65, somewhere around there. Boy, you, uh, you've nailed me beautifully. <laughs> Somebody uh, gave what? you a little <laughs> sorry, what? This, and you said, be yeah, careful, you, you don't to be a jerk today. Beautifully. The information I got, Colin texted me a little while ago, and he said, I apologize in advance, or I'm sorry in advance, or something. So I, I, Way to be I kinda, a fault, I, you know, I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> Um, Eddie mentioned to me oh, yes, thanks, Steve. yesterday or today. He said, well, Eddie, something up last time sleeve. I do anything nice for this guy. But, you know, I don't, I didn't have any details. <laughs> well, there All is right. Steve Torrey. Uh, what do we learn? Right. What's the big lesson learned, okay. Eddie? I mean, you don't want to be in a foxhole with Steve Torrey. That's, that's the lesson <laughs> I learned. <laughs> yes. I mean, he might break under questioning, Hendry. Jesus, Steve. <laughs> I gave you a little bit of a heads up. <laughs> Chris goes, Oh, you must have been on to me. Yeah, Colin and Eddie told me everything. <laughs> he didn't even press you on it. The truth of the matter is, Chris advertised this on the air for three days that he was going to do this. So me being a good employee, I said, hey, let me help him out. Why would you do that, Eddie? <laughs> Normally, he would never have gotten the Von Trops if he didn't get the heads I up. Think he he never I think he would have. I think he uh, would have. There is no chance. I, I don't know why, Eddie, you're trying to help him out because, you know, that's what I learned. You don't commit a crime with Steve Torres. Well, that, that's the truth. You commit a crime with Tori. They bring you in the police station for questioning. Hey, Steve, don't say anything. No problem, Babs. No problem. I got your back. They I sit him back. down in that room all alone with that big light swinging back and forth right above his face. <laughs> all right, here comes the detective. Hey, Steve, Tori, you want a coffee? Babtrick did it. What? What do you mean? What? What, do you do? what? Really? Yeah, I was in on it, too. So was Eddie. Eddie Colin. We were all in on it. I was just going to ask you wanted to die of Pepsi. No, we did it. I'm caught. Done. That guy just folds. God. Now I just picture Steve Torrey sitting in that, that room, the precinct room, with that lamp going back and forth, and he's sweating up a storm. <laughs> and he's just, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to tell him. I'm going to have to tell him. You didn't even fake it right, Steve. Nope. Nope. You know, dogs asking the questions. Uh, well, now, what year was uh, the sound of music? Um, well, uh, was it sixty-three? No, well, maybe it was four. Uh. No, was it five? No, was it four? Oh, it was sixty-four. 
Yeah, you got to write. I mean, this is yeah, the most that's a good point. He wanted to appear like he was thinking about it. Oh, was it 64? No, it was 66. When we all know it's already written down in a pad in front of him, 65. <laughs> and throw one. Get one wrong. So Doug has a little bit of a laugh. He made Your it look second. too good. How many kids did they have? Was it uh, seven? Yeah, it was exactly seven. <laughs> it was uh, two boys and five girls. I don't remember that well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it was. <laughs> He should have said the Van Patten family. The Van Douchebag family. <laughs> I mean, just throw something in there to get him off the scent. But and then, oh, now, wow, man. somebody tipped you off, huh? Instead of saying, no, what are you talking about? I know the I know the film. It's Well, uh, Colin Eddie. just texted me, Eddie. by the way, word for word. Let yeah. me read you the text. Yeah, let me read it. Eddie uh, texted me earlier. There might be a quiz yeah. coming on. Eddie gave me a heads up. And, you know, even though, like, you know, and you have a good defense, Eddie. Dog did talk about that on the air, but Tori <laughs> doesn't listen to the show. Well, that's what we learned. <laughs> I thought, I, I, fig- I figured when I did say that, Steve would have been like, yeah, I'm aware. Instead, he goes, oh, really? What's this about? (laughs) (laughs) He only talked about it six times. That was his response. What's this about? Why? (laughs) I mean, no. I mean, has this guy ever cheated on a test? If you're cheating on a test, you don't get the A. You You get a B. You get a B minus. Throw a couple wrong answers in there. In high school, my mother wrote a paper for me. She worked on it with my brother. They wrote the paper. They said, make sure you study it before you hand it in. Yeah, I handed it in. It got a 96. Right away, Boom. the teacher who found, you know, like, he's like, I graded this paper. That's a 96. It's amazing. But mm. obviously, you didn't write it. And then they brought me in the next week, and I was quizzed on the paper, but I studied it. And they're like, all right, how about this? We could keep going round and round in circles, or would you take an 85? Because we wow. know you didn't write it. Wow, and they said, bartered with you? I said, 80. I would have taken an 80. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 85. Jeez. Yeah, that really happened. <laughs> oh, the great Nourishaw High School. Wow. wow. Busy week this week. Why? Not in sports. Yeah, National why? Pizza Day. You can check out a video we did on Morning Man where we were eating slices. That's right. I ate eight slices of pizza. Allegedly. One in every single break. Now, you say allegedly because there was some controversy. Check out the video pinned to the top of the Twitter at Mad Dog Radio and listen That's to me pin. defend myself. Mike then yesterday, during the course of the show, starts eating the pizza. During the breaks, stuffing his face to try to complete each slice during the breaks. He then claims he finished. Problem is, there's a lot of crust left over. It's impossible. <laughs> no one is going to finish day-old room temperature pizza crust between <laughs> 6 and 9 a.m., Eastern time. It ain't going to happen. No one would do it. You can't do it. It's not possible to do it. I didn't have enough liquid. (laughs) You ate half the pie. No one would have finished that. This is not, you know, a a, a bender where you're drunk all night long and then at the end of the night in some green room somewhere, you know, you're walking into bouncing into Dave Grohl perhaps and you're eating crust and pizza. It ain't happening. You're not doing it drunk. <laughs> You're doing it sober first thing in the morning. Well, pizza radio. that was Check room temperature, yeah. not hot, so the crust studio. is not Been crispy. Amazing. Of course you're not going to eat that part of it. I'll defend this to the day I die. I ate eight slices of pizza. Shame on all of you shamers for making me a, oh, yeah, I would have had done eight. Babchick could always do eight. I mean, it's the time of day that matters, folks. It's between 6 and 9 a.m. <laughs> I want to see you start your day with eight slices of pizza. Go ahead. Let me see it. You yeah. guys are all frauds, each and every one of you. You're How dare fraud. you not give me credit for what I did between 6 and 9 a.m.? Why does the time of day matter, by the way? Of course it matters. I could eat eight slices of pizza in my sleep at night. Why? But when you wake up. What do you mean, why? Eight slices of pizza in your sleep. That's my next challenge. That's my next next challenge. Sleep eating. You're sleepy? Of course, the time of day matters. And it was was a speed thing, and the crust was a day old. Crusts don't count. Even Joey Chestnut will tell you that. 
Crusts don't count. We got to go to the food guy, uh, Jared Moore. Eight slices between 6 and 9 a.m. First of all, have you ever done that? Uh, between 6 and 9 a.m.? No, but I have eaten a pizza by myself. <laughs> yeah, that we know. Including the crust. Babs, <laughs> well, yeah, when it's, it's fresh. Not often, it's not often I get to say this, Babs. You are 100% right on wow. everything in regards to this topic. The time wow. of the day, the crust being old, you're a spot on. You should retire because your takes never going to be more accurate than it is. <laughs> wow. Wow. If my career is about good takes, well, then I'm in trouble anyway. But you know what? I love that. I, and I love how I was like, I'll defend that to the day I die, which might have been that day because I ate eight slices of pizza between six Four and nine a.m. <laughs> in the morning. So I might have died. But that's it. Jared said it. Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, you disagree to the crust count that early in the morning. Day old pizza. I'm a crust guy. Crust counts for me, even if it's a day old. It's a part of the pizza. The hot dog challenge includes the bun, doesn't it? I could have thrown it at my television and would have broke. It's it's not <laughs> about national that. eat day old pizza, but you can leave off the crust because it's room temperature day. It's national pizza day. You eat the pizza, Babs. You know what? On national pizza day, I was eating pizza from the day before. The problem is you, you needed to establish those parameters before you started this. You would have shown me something if you could have actually eaten that rubbery ass <laughs> day old crust, which is that is a challenge. It's rough. Listen, I'm I'm not sure you could have eaten the eight pieces of crust that were left over. <laughs> I don't think so. Imagine just tossing ice- those in the microwave and they turn into like a doggy <laughs> chew toy. With just an iced coffee. Uh, I'm going to call this one no action. How's that? No action. No action. No, no action. action. Yeah, the iced coffee combo with the pizza. Don't <laughs> knock it until you try it. And then when you try it, you can knock it. Yeah, it I'm knocking disgusting. it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Worst Feel free. Knock it, knock it all you want. It was horrible. <laughs> it was rough. And we had a call the morning man who defended me. I had a great point. If we were in an eating apple competition, would I have to eat the core? Absolutely not. And therefore, I didn't have to eat the crust. A pizza and that not a- makes sense to me. Ugh. You ever, you ever eat, oh, the, horrible. You ever eat the core? Yeah, I have actually. I've eaten the seeds. Yeah. I've eaten the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, I have yeah, a trash can. I have. Other than I thought, I actually thought I was special by saying I've done that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now with this crew, that one bombed. <laughs> now, when was the last time you ate a peach? Like a nice, juicy peach. When have you eaten out a peach? When was the last time? Oh! Wow! Oh! Oh! You know, I'm feeling some Guns N' Roses right now. You know what? A little Guns N' Roses, Jared. Play it out to break, all right? As we take a break here on Morning After. Give me some Guns N' Roses. Okay, we have one break left? Yeah, we got one break left, Steve. I didn't realize you were keeping track. Yeah, we got one break left. That's good. Yeah, good music right there. One break left. One more segment to go of Mike Babchuk's Morning After. Love when Tori on Mad Dog Daily doesn't realize he's on the air. I love it, man. But we got a lot more to get to. Day drinking and a text that you do not want to receive. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchuk's Morning After. Welcome back to the best hour of radio you will hear this week. If this is the only hour of radio you will hear this week. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babs. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After with everybody's favorite Morning After regret. That's me, Mike Babchick. You can hear me on Morning Man, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Maybe I'm on Twitter at Babchick. And, of course, you got my friends Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, and Jared Moore, all guys that love to day drink. And Tom Brady did plenty of that during that big parade in Tampa who, I'll tell you, I remember my first beer, and uh, I think Tom Brady's going to remember his. I don't know if that was it, but, I mean, my God. It's amazing. Like, you know what you realize? Bread soaks up alcohol. A broccoli shake does not, and that's exactly the TB12 diet 
So yeah, it was a little <laughs> off there. I mean, I want to say, what a terrible example for the kids. No respect to the Lombardi Trophy tossing it, but who the hell am I kidding? I loved every single minute of it. The guy was a mess. <sighs> it was weekend at Brady. Bernie's, but it was weekend at Brady's. I mean, it was great. He couldn't walk. And even though he couldn't walk in that state, do you think he still could have thrown for 300 yards and three touchdowns? Yeah, yeah the way through actually, that trophy, you bet. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, Definitely that trophy. Definitely could have beaten the Jets. And when he tossed that Lombardi trophy, he had all day to throw it. Ten yards, wide open receiver, everybody cheers. That is his entire career summed up in one <laughs> single play, right? <laughs> uh, but drunk Tom Brady is the best Tom Brady. Why? Because he's day drinking, and there's nothing better. And on Morning Men with Evan Cohen, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time, I give you 10 reasons why day drinking is the best. Listen to this. The 10 commandments of day drinking. 10 reasons why day drinking is better than night drinking and any other time of day drinking. If there is one besides day and night. You feel great the next day. I mean, think about that. You start drinking, you never have to worry about tomorrow. Oh, my God, it's great. The booze is flowing, and that's a big thing when you're drinking. You could go to bed early. You could get a 1,000 hours of sleep, a better night's sleep than anything during the week. The wardrobe options are better, and women wear less. Women wear next to nothing. Men can wear shorts, flip-flops, or like me, not even wearing a shirt. Less clothes, more... Oh, Scott liked that one. You don't have to talk to anyone. Music's blaring during a day-drinking party. (laughs) That's the language of love. Angels and airwaves pumping. No small talk. No, hey, who do you think is going to win today? I can't hear you. The rock is (laughs) happening. We're rocking out. You could play games. Cornhole is better than bar top trivia. Cornhole is better than just about anything else. And you could do it while getting a tan. You save money. Half the hour, you got deals. (laughs) And if you're drinking at home, you're buying a 30-pack. And, of course, you're spending more than when you go out at a bar. For those just tuning in, these are Mike's 10 day-drinking commandments, as heard here on Morning After on Mad Dog Sports Radio, (laughs) along with Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, Jared Moore, Mike Babchek with you, because this is obvious. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, it is now. Um, Yes, you eat fruit. It's the only time it's going to happen. But you have a nice, delicious, refreshing cocktail that are more delicious and refreshing during the day. And yes, you have a Scott little fruit like with one. it because it's a fruity drink. So it's nice and fruity. By the time you go out at night, if you do, everyone else has gotten 70% better looking. That's totally true. You <laughs> drink you all day. Includes you, Babs. Well, not me. I'm, but I, I, you know, I is in the sight of the beholder. You've probably sight gotten is in the 70% worse is looking. In the wow. <laughs> Maybe I do, but I mean, even I get a little I better look. Everybody no, looks knows. better if you no. see them at night. You get to eat. I mean, how many times are you at the bar and you're sitting around and you're like, hey, let's uh, order a pizza? Never. That doesn't happen. But if you're sitting there during the day, you could eat food. If you fall asleep in your chair during the day, you're just taking a nap. If you fall asleep in your chair at night, you're done for the night. You're asleep. If you puke, you have time to rally. And if you crap your pants, you have plenty of time to change or jump in the pool. Why wait all day? Day drinking, better than night drinking. Change my mind. It's not possible, right? Not, not possible. Because day drinking, everything's just a little better. I'm not genuinely a happy person, as you no. may or, oh, really? as, as you may you or, don't say. As you may or may not know. But if you I, don't I, say. I start drinking at noon. Oh, my God. I love the world. Everyone's my friend. I'm happy. I love it. Now, now Jared Moore loves uh, day drinking. The last yeah. time I went day drinking, I was stumbling around like Tom Brady was at the parade. And you got a much more understandable excuse for always sweating during the day. And, you know, you could see the people you hit on, except the problem is they could see they who could see was me. hitting on them. And that's that's never ideal. All right. But in reality, you know why you day drink and why it's great? Because you really just want to get through the day, move things along, get through that day, get through that week, get through that year. 
and die quicker. That's really what it's all about. Now, how about Patrick Milan, Dustin Sweetelson on the wrap? They had a fascinating conversation this week, weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern time, about morning after. Listen to this. If that guy likes the hotbox, he can listen to Mike Babchick's show on Saturday morning. Which is that? Yeah, he does the hotbox. Babchick does the hotbox on Saturdays and Sundays. Called morning after. But it's called the hotbox. Yeah, yeah, Babchick. Yeah, you play clips. Enjoy. Yeah, the the Babs. Do you still do the show, the Babchick show, the Babstick show? Uh, I, I have not Bab-stick, done it in a good. very long time. Oof. Trouble in Paradise? Uh, I actually, no, he's he asked just smarter me to than the rest of us. in last week, but it was like Oof. my first week home. Babs is awesome, but let's be honest. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Jared Moore doesn't want to do it. Hell no. Uh, Eric Fenton doesn't want to do it. Nobody wants to do it, but you do it because you're afraid of Babs because he's got power. And you're afraid to say no to power? him. Babs does the thing where he texts everybody like they're the most important person in the world. And he tries this to- This is the first like, true thing he said. You. You, it's you and me. This is, this is his friend. He's oh, a salesman. Is, he's a good. He's be be great. If, if Babs was born in the fifties and people needed a vacuum, my man would be sell. He'd be slanging Hoover's like he invented them. You know what I mean? Door to I door. I would be great at that. And plus, every you know his profile, he looks like Ryan Gosling, so he'd be smashing and selling Hoover's. We know what the company uniform. Why are you a vacuum like salesman well? now? Yeah, of course we do. It's a pleather jacket, oversized, some acid wash jeans, some smudged up white Nikes, (laughs) and and a drab, in between navy blue and forest green, nondescript (laughs) golf shirt underneath. I don't wear that anymore. Just a laissez-faire attitude towards life, the uniform, the shtick. The Gosling look. I tell him all the time. If you see him dead on, Maron, a complete disaster. But you look at Babs from the side, which they call a profile. My goodness, you'll be flush. And that's the wrap. Weeknights on uh, Mad Dog Sports Radio. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm really from the side. I really do look good. That is true. And that's what I used to always tell Patrick, that I consider myself handsome because I look good from the side. It's straight dead on where I got some problems. All right, something fascinating happened to me this week, and I discussed it on Morning Man, weekday 6 to 9 Eastern Time with Evan Cohen. Listen to this. I get a bunch of weird texts all the time. Yesterday I got one. It's pretty interesting. It said, we are aware of the sexual websites you're on. We have video of you watching them. We will send the video to everyone in your contacts unless you send $2,500 to this link. They're on to you, Babs. Now, I didn't know if that was a foul <laughs> or not, and so I, mean, I didn't click the link because I thought I just assumed it would be a picture of Barry Wood, but I, I, I did flip it over to junk and deleted it <laughs> Barry like, right away. <laughs> Shout I out. I get nervous for a second. like, wait a minute. Was that real? Was that legit? No, so I, I did, and I don't negotiate with terrorists, so I just flipped it on <laughs> no. over. But then I was thinking, God, why did I do that? I should have responded, go for it. Like 80% of the porn I watch is totally normal, so the percentages are in my favor anyway. That's and great. so go ahead. So what would I care if they said 80% of the other 20%? Know, like, chicken to chubby chicks with braces to Ed Bichette on the Pittsburgh Post cassette. Oh, like, no. would, I wouldn't bother me. Oh, no. Send it. So if you're listening out there, go ahead. Uh, and my apologies in advance to uh, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle when he gets a video of me watching some weird video. I'm going to send it. I don't care. All right? So take that. Oh, go ahead and send it. I did find a new uh, series, shoplift.com. It's amazing. People get caught shoplifting, and then 
They get out of being arrested by, you know, fooling around with the person in charge. Shut Fascinating. Up. So go ahead. Send it. What do I care? Send it to, uh, I don't know, Dominic Foxworth or something. I don't care. Send it. <laughs> I don't think that's a weird. I got a lot of NFL numbers and, you know, sports numbers in my phone. Send it. Bethany would be great on that series. I could just see her with, 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 with $30 worth of steak and, you know, expensive chicken in the, in the back. And some guy going, all right, you know what you're going to have to do. Okay. Get it over with. All right, let's, let's go. go. Let's now, go. Well, you're bigger than my husband, but he's faster than you. You smell. I did steal a lot of ground beef, so I guess I can. I do need to bring that home. <laughs> Eddie Erickson, is there anything in your phone that you would watch where you'd be worried that someone would send that to Manish Mehta? Manish Mehta. Yeah, Manish. I don't think Manish is employed anymore, so I really don't care what he has. Um, <laughs> oh, but, yeah. No, 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 the, only, the only thing I wouldn't want in my phone sent to anyone would be my text conversations with you. Outside of that, <laughs> you can have it all. I don't care. They really, but they really are bad. It, it, now, it, we it, should tell people they're not bad, like you know, bad. They're just it's kind of uncouth. No, they're bad. Disgusting. They're bad as in bad. Oh, they're just bad. Oh, they're just bad. <laughs> they're just bad. <laughs> Same question to you, Alex Hardy. Anything on your phone that you'd worry that Kevin AC might see from the San Diego Tribune? <laughs> <laughs> All right, time now for my favorite moment of the week, the dog mess of the week. And this week, dog stepped in it a few times. Listen to this. Uh, an all-time great, maybe the greatest quarterback, not maybe, the greatest quarterback of all time, with the with the pass being torched to the next one, Mahomes, who is going to be on this level huh? here uh, down the road. Okay, I think it's torch being what? passed, not yeah. passing so being torch. Oh, so God. Dog had a pass to get in the building, and what did he do? He lit it on fire. He, he, tor he torched <laughs> it. He torched it. <laughs> he burned it down. Now, was that as bad as Tory's mess of the week? Never. There was some friction apparently early on in, in, with, Bruce, with Bruce Arians. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Tory actually has um, some issues with the letter B. Um, That's not funny, happened. Michael. This has happened before in the past. Hit it, Jared. Rivalry loss to the Buck, 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 the Buckeyes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and maybe this one. We'll be joined by Bob Lob later in the program. <laughs> maybe skip the B words, Tory. Skip the B words. I'm sure he enjoyed that. Very funny, Michael. I thought I was having a stroke. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> I heard your dopey little show and keep making fun know. of me. I mean, I might have a brain injury, but have your laughs. Have a good laugh. And that's all you care about. Now, Steve, besides that, what'd you think of the show today? So that's uh, we we made it. Uh, yeah, Woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there it is! Another episode of Mike Patrick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, and Jared Moore. Hit me up on Twitter, tell me what you want to hear. On next week's Morning After, remember, Babchick's Morning After, not the highly successful show on SportsGrid with the very different name, The Morning After. Send your topless photos to me, not to them. Until next week, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time, if there is next time.